Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Epic things. The kind of things that the fuck does Epic things. The kind of things that make your heart want to sing. Epic thing, the kind of things that make life worth living. Fuck. Epic things, time for another epic thing with heat and a holding. Yeah, alright, alright, okay, I got a bus to catch. Thanks, singer. There goes the singer. Bless him. He's really learning that guitar, isn't he? Yeah, he's really, he's really come on. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Colin I, nearly fell off his chair. I, he was that good. Colin uh, Holt, that is. Colin Holt. Off the television. Welcome to Epic Things, uh, the show where two 40-ish, nearly 40 <laughs> and over 40 men, where all those things and more, uh, discuss the things that make life worth Living, I tell you something that doesn't make life worth living. This bloody chair, Pete. <laughs> is, is, we're we're currently at the Edinburgh Festival, and we're in um, rented accommodation, yeah. which is is fun. It's fun. Sometimes I was talking to someone who said their accommodation was like really empty, and they had nothing in it, like one chair. And I'm like, we're the opposite of that. They oh, just, just put everything, <laughs> everything in their mum's house. They've just <laughs> shoved in, including this chair. But yes, welcome to Epic Things. What first on the agenda? Who are we, Peter? Do you want to introduce yourself or me? Who do You've already I introduced me. We, uh, I've already I've half introduced you. Yeah, you're Colin Hart. Yeah. I swear to God, you're Colin Hart. Um, and I'm Pete Heat. I am a unnecessarily tall magician slash comedian kind of guy. Have you ever thought about doing anything about that, the height thing? There's nothing to be done. <laughs> I've looked into oh, it. Is there not? Oh, that's no. so. Oh. Yeah. We should start a Facebook group about that. Yeah, know, they'll go it, fund me. Make people smaller. We did a thing which we'll put out, which is our will be our episode zero, which we did a few months ago and haven't oh, yeah. out yet. But um, did I talk about the review I got in Edinburgh years ago where they put, um, great show, love the show, <laughs> uh, wonderful performer, hilarious performer, only slightly scuppered by his height. What was the line I remember? Very literally clearly. said that. Literally said only slightly scuppered. And I don't know what they meant. <laughs> I don't know what they mean. Oh man, they should see my show. Well, they said like, but they said like a variety of characters. So I think they're maybe saying like some of them I should have like put my shoes on my knees or something and been like a little person. Be like, no. <laughs> I don't mean that would have been very not PC. But you know. imagine watching a sketch and being like, nah. yeah. oh, Colin just so, fell off his chair. Again. <laughs> imagine watching a sketch and being like, nah, that guy needs to be shorter. That guy yeah, would. Yeah. That guy would be shorter. So close. <laughs> he was so close. Yeah. I think. But it's funny like that with those characters, when you do these multi-character shows, I was talking to someone the other day about how like, when I'm in them, and this isn't me saying how wonderful I am, you know, 
but it is. we've got reviews for that. But uh, apart from my hat, but I do, I do sort of think, I genuinely think I am sort of being those people. And again, right. I'm not saying because I'm a genius, but like I'm saying because I'm like a bit nuts. You immerse yourself in the yeah, world. Yeah, but I really like forget. Like, and then I remember watching this from a show called Enemy of the World, which is in 2010. And uh, uh, we were, I was talking with the producer about developing it. It never happened, but they recorded it. And I had to watch it, which I never do. I can never record and watch myself. Um, and I did. And I was genuinely, like, in tears because I was like, couldn't handle that I wasn't actually becoming, like, a woman, <laughs> an old man, a younger man. Do you know what I mean? I genuinely, wow. in my head, thought, but I look the same. Like, it's still me. And she's like, yeah, but you're doing your faces and your voices. And I was like, to the point where I'm like, but I'm just wearing that red suit all the time. And it's like, well, what did you think happened? And it just came back. Anyway, I think uh, that's a little peek into my mind. Wow. Yeah. Um, so you were, you were visualising yourself actually transforming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. I, I, th- I guess in a way I'm like a shaman. Wow. I'm sort of becoming an eagle or something. <laughs> um, what, um, do you ever record yourself? Shows. Yeah, 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 I do. Envy um, people don't have the balls to do that. I just can't. Well, you don't. What do you mean? You, so you haven't done, you haven't done it since? Oh, well, I've recorded like like next up a film I show yeah. and stuff, but I've never like I don't record it and then watch it back. Oh right, I do. So like normally I'm okay right. with it. I remember when I was little, you know, you know that thing that everyone has when they first hear their voice back on tape and they're yeah. like, I don't sound like that though. So what the hell's going on? Yeah. If you're like, if 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 this is what I sound like to you guys, I might as well kill myself. You know when you yeah, first yeah, when you first yeah. hear yes, your voice yeah, and it's yeah, like this yeah. weird like what is yeah. who's this guy? Um, but I think once you get over that. No, I'm, not, I'm normally, I'm all right watching myself back. You can uh, Yeah, I can do it. Unless, actually, unless yeah. I notice a little vocal tick. Like, we were talking about this last night. You know when you when you say, um, or, like, something I do a lot is I go, okay. I say I say this weird little okay, like, between sentences. Like, it's like I'm reframing and kind of, like, buying a bit of time while I think about the next sentence. Or something. Right. And once I've noticed m- myself doing that, that stands out, like, and, yeah, and I cannot handle it. So that's that's the rest of the show written off if I notice the little verbal uh, tick. Because it's, it's infuriating. It's like... Because um, you're, like, in it. You're not... You, your normal day-to-dayness is getting into the show, isn't it? Yeah. I, I know what you mean, and you get really annoyed because you're like, no, I'm... That's not part of the show. I didn't yeah, hear, that's yeah. not what I was trying to put across, my little okays. Yeah, and it's just this sort of empty filler that detracts from what you're actually saying. So yeah, hate that. But no, otherwise I can handle it. I had a girl, sort of girlfriend, a long time ago. Yeah, I had a girlfriend, <laughs> uh, but it was uh, well, as in we never, we never officially went out, but we, right. we were very much. And it's a long story. Did she anyway, know that she was your well, sort of <laughs> from afar? <laughs> no, 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 no. But she had this really quite interesting. I don't know if it was a tick or a developed thing where when she was saying, I've been very good for podcasts, she'd like ask a question as if she was doing a lecture. Right. So she'd say, you know, I really like that film. And she'd go, so what is it I like about that film? Well, I suppose what I like (laughs) within conversation. Or, Or like she'd ask a question like, but why am I okay with that but not with that? Well, I guess what it is... So she'd ask and answer it. Yeah, like she was being interviewed, but she was also the interviewer. Wow. It was actually very impressive. It was a very sort of mature way of talking. Wow. 
like this sort of Socratic dialogue, but with yourself. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. I, right. Every now and again, I remember it and then try to do it, and then it lasts about seven hours, and then I forget. I know? think it's for the best that you don't do it. It, it would be really weird. I think it's for the best <laughs> that you don't do it. So why is it for the best? Well, I guess <laughs> it was like that. It was quite unnerving. Yeah. <laughs> She, it's quite nice, though, I suppose, that you can she hear... She wasn't, like, a, a narcissist or anything. You know, it wasn't like she was sort of obsessed with herself or anything. No, you, just, you, you can just hear the thought process. Yeah, she just said it out loud. Right, I've just realised nothing we've said so far relates in any way to this podcast. No, true. But here we are. That's who we are. And that's a little snippet into our lives. That's us, baby. So how's it going? We're up here at the Edinburgh Fringe at the minute. I'm saying how, I'm doing what she did. I'm saying how's it going? That's I've got it written down here. How's it going for you, Pete? Where are you at? We're okay. day, we've done five shows. Yeah, we have indeed. Um, yeah, it's been going really well. I think. I mean, I'm in compared to you as well. I'm in a tiny little room, which I quite like. We're in a fifty-seater room, which means you don't need many people in for it to feel like a full house. You know. Yeah. Um, so, Although, well, yeah, my first solo show was like that. And it was wonderful. Yeah. I feel like a king. <laughs> it's like a cosy little living room with me, uh, me at the front and then, yeah it's great and, and I'm actually yeah I'm really happy with my show this is my fourth solo show that I've taken to Edinburgh you've, wow. you've done about 40 and it's my favourite one that I've done it's actually got I think because of conversations I had with you actually like, it's actually got a bit of a bit of heart to it and, and I, mm. I think people leave having seen a bit of me as well as my sort of silly little jokes and tricks. So I do, yeah, I do kind of comedy magic, right? But so but typically it would be a trick with lots of little jokes uh, sort of hung on to it like Christmas tree decorations. But the trick was always the backbone of it. Yeah. Because the Christmas tree in this analogy. Whereas this one, the tricks are almost the, the decorations. They're the bloody baubles. Yeah. yeah um, and I just, just thought it came up with that then. It worked quite well. And yeah, and, I'm, and I like it. I think it's a good show. It's wonderful, a wonderful show. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, What about you? Where am I at? Well, uh, I'm all right. I woke up very grumpy today. (laughs) I was thinking, like, we should have bingo cards for this show, because I imagine I'm going to mention ADHD every single I imagine you might. (laughs) But I think with that, I do tend to flip quite quickly between being top of the world and and, uh, bottom of of the shit heap. Right, mentally. But also, because I've learned that, I can also find it quite funny now. So yeah. I don't, when I'm having those moments, I'm not like, I sort of am aware it's not real kind of thing. Mm. But um, yeah, I woke up a bit grumpy, uh, but also I'm shattered because oh, yeah. I find it really hard to get sleep. And I was like literally having a shower and I was going, oh, what's the point of being here? Why are we doing <laughs> so, And yesterday I got like a standing ovation the, the, the day before. And then I'm like, the next day I didn't. I'm like, ah, oh, might, well might as well just throw in the towel. It's over. You know. And what's, then, what's wrong with your legs? <laughs> yeah. Why can't yeah. you stand? I, I mean, I was there, bow, I was bowing for 20 minutes and they still didn't get up. And like, come on. This is a, oh, this is one of those standing ovation shows. Did you not realise when he came? In. Sorry, I, did someone not tell you that? But anyway, um, uh, and then I saw I got a five-star review and I was like, everything is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> what a good idea it was to come, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so one day maybe you'll get one of those. Um, it's funny, I, I have a therapist. <laughs> Ding! <laughs> and, um, but when I see him, uh, it's funny, I always go in, it's almost like, you know when you go to the doctor and you're like, ill. And you want to make sure, like my mum always used to be like, make sure you tell them you're ill, like, so that they, right. they don't think you're lying. Yeah. Which is such a weird mentality, isn't it? And yeah. horrible. But, but like, I get it with the therapist where I'm like, you know, I'll be having a really tough week and all this shit will happen. You know? And they'll always get there and just like 
the day before or that day, I'll um, just suddenly think like, oh, actually, everything's all right. Or like something good will happen. Then I'll go in and be like, ah, it's all right, actually. I've got nothing to say. <laughs> you know? And I'm always like quite annoyed. But yeah. I'm like, why Why were you not here yesterday? Yeah. Anyway, so uh, but one day maybe you'll hear me in a dreadful state. So that will be fun. <laughs> as well. So yeah, the show is epic things, though. I hope you enjoyed this 13 minutes of us just waffling on. Uh, if you haven't listened to episode one, the idea is we find those things that are worth living. I mean, everything's worth living, isn't it? Life itself is worth living. Life's those a bloody miracle. Those things that take you out of the norm and the mundane and into sort of sort of high art, or just it doesn't have to be high art. It can just be a wonderful feeling when you when you when you kiss. <laughs> when you kiss, kiss a baboon, <laughs> you kiss a, a baboon, or yeah, anything, or any, any any primate, any primate it doesn't have to be a baboon. No. no. Uh, oh, sorry. Do people not kiss baboon? Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, anyway, so what? So epic things. Here's my epic thing. Shall I jump in? Yeah, yeah. Go for I'm being it. Quite chatty. Well, uh, this is this is maybe feels a bit of a cheat, but because I'm here at the festival, I might as well mention a festival thing. And yesterday, I went to see Josie Long who is an old pal, not like a close pal or anything, you know, so this is all legit, but uh, fucking wonderful. And, and she has ADHD as well, talks about it, really nailed it. She talks about how she can't remember what happened last week, but she can remember like every word in an advert she heard when she was six and stuff. Yeah. And I have that a lot. And I, I like can do every word from the Ewok song. From the car to where the Ewoks living in the forest, Adam and the Dora. You know, it's like in there, and I genuinely think I saw that cartoon twice in my life. Wow! And, and it was so bizarre. They just get really, and yet I, and it's a real sadness she really taps into, of um, being with her kids and just knowing it's like really sad. Like you know, I'm not going to remember this oh, really? moment because really? you just can't. It's so weird. And then I can remember like hundreds of lines and like learn lines for a show in like seconds and stuff, and then. Some things you can, you know, it's not like complete memento or anything, mm. but it is quite upsetting, you know, that you can't visualise them as babies and all that kind of thing. Or, anyway, but um, but that's one side. That is actually just quite a small part of it in a way. Um, but it was more just, it's, she's a proper socialist and saying all the things that even more than ever need to be said. And it's fucking great, you know. Mm. I mean, like, I, I, I understand the Keir Starmer as opposed to Corbyn, Corbyn's not going to get elected situation, you know, where she's full on, definitely pro Corbyn and stuff. But I'm not saying she's wrong. I'm just saying I can see, you know, the other side. But she just nails where we're at and the sheer injustice of it and the terror of it. But it's all, she's this smiley, happy, yeah. lovely person who just, who, who, and I think that's what's so important about it is it never feels like it's someone going rah, 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 and telling you off. Mm. It feels like someone who loves life and, and wants the best for everyone. Yeah. But it's really funny consistently as well. And um, it's funny you get all those sort of more right-wing people saying, like, oh, bloody old comedy's woke nowadays and blah, blah, blah. But when you think about it, hardly anyone really, no one's really, like, calling for revolution or anything, no. are they? They might be, you know, a trans person or LGBT or whatever, you know. And, 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 but they're not actually going out and doing a show where it's like... You know, some people are, but just to see someone who really is actually being an activist, mm. but also funny and clever and broad and sort of welcoming with it, it was, yeah. it, you know, ecstatic feeling. Sold. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Best, best show I've seen for such a long time. What's and, it called? Uh, Do you know, not that that's relevant. Oh, God. I, I, 
<laughs> this is Angela Barnes show. She's also brilliant. I've got no idea what they're called. So I guess I just go, oh, I'll go see Josie's song. Yeah, yeah, of course. Josie, Josie Long's song. Let's call it a song. It's not a show, it's a song. It's a ballad. Um, but yeah, I came out. Uh, I cannot remember what it's called. But can you remember the Ewoks? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Friends together, friends forever. The Ewoks. I mean, it's not that hard to remember, to be fair. But no, yeah. but yeah, right. Well, good. So um, that's mine. Yeah. You haven't seen it. So, I get. I think that whole thing of you and me being able to see or watch or read the other thing. Yeah. We might have to slightly ditch. Yeah, yeah, because, because until you've seen the show, we can yeah, talk about it again yeah, yeah, when well, you see it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But. Um, I'm going to watch it. I'm sold. I've sold you already. Yeah, I, I've always yeah. liked Josie, actually. But, um, yeah. yeah. This is, uh, of what I've seen of hers, which, again, I've always liked, this is like a new level. I yeah, think. yeah. I, I got that sort of impression. I think she sort of stepped back from comedy a bit, maybe when she was having kids or something. Or, yeah. Like, she actually wasn't as around as much, maybe, as she had been. I, I don't know if I've just imagined that, but, but it's it like thing. she's come back harder. And yeah. Like, right. yeah. And she's turned 40, you know, and she, yeah. uh, and like me, I can understand, you know, and you get to that age and you've got responsibilities and stuff, suddenly everything's much more important. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready for my something thing? for me? I do. What's that in your pocket? This is an epic thing. <laughs> it certainly is. So I was thinking um, it'd be good for me to do a, a kind of magic one, because magic is a big part yes. of my life. Um, and I was thinking, so what, what is it that I, you know, that I like? Or what, what um, bits of magic have made a real, a real impression on me? And one is, um, it's a Darren Brown bit. It's, it's one of his shows in particular um, is called, well, what's called, I think you can still watch it online in various places, but it's called An Evening of Wonders. But um, there was a particular moment in it which was just so good that I'm going to talk about that. Mm. So there's an old psychology experiment which he talked about in the show um, where there's a video playing and you as the viewer are told, like, count how many times these basketball players throw the basketball between them, how many, how many passes are made. Right, and then you're watching, uh, and you're counting how many times they're passing this basketball, and then at the end um, it goes. So who noticed the gorilla? And you're like, what are you talking about? And then when they replay the video, you notice that a gorilla walks straight through the middle of shot, uh, looks looks straight down the lens of the camera, and then <laughs> and then walks out, and no one noticed because they were too busy watching the pastas, right? Wow. And that's often used to illustrate um, a lot of the magic, the principles behind magic, like misdirection and attention. Yeah. So with misdirection, right, it's not really. Um, Going, look over there. It's, it's more just giving them something else to look at. Like you're not, you're not going. Don't look at this. You're more just saying, 
how about look at this? <laughs> and then yeah. and as a result, um, you, you miss uh, you miss everything else. So it's a really cool experiment. Um, it's like a, a famous psychology experiment. Anyway, so he sets up the show by talking about that. And I think they showed the video maybe. And there's a bit where he, go, he brings out a banana, puts it on this little stand on the stage, and he goes, at some point, uh, a man in a gorilla suit is going to come out and steal this banana off, right off the stage, and none of you are going to notice. So that's a good little setup. So everyone's like determined to keep an eye on it. <laughs> then, at some point later on, you've been distracted by something going on, and he points out that the banana, the banana's gone. You look back, it's gone, and everyone's like, oh, like you know, in front of a theatre full of like thousands of people, not one person has noticed this banana being taken off his stand on the stage. So that's the first part, but that's not the that's not the bit that that I love. Um, it's all part of the framing for it there. Then a bit later on, Darren's got this big flip chart and he's paging through it, showing you things on the different pages and it's all very funny and witty little callbacks to jokes he's made earlier. And as he's doing this, as he's showing you um, the pages of this big flip chart in the middle of the stage, a guy in a gorilla suit very clearly and visibly comes on from the other side of the stage, from the wings, and um, goes up towards the banana as if to take it. Um, and you hear Darren's voice from behind this flip chart going, oh no, come on, that's, that's so obvious, they, they, you know, they can see you, and, 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 but, but then the gorilla takes his head off and it's Darren inside the suit. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so, it's so good, such a good moment, because he's been on the stage the whole time talking to you, and he's, so obviously at that moment he's, he's behind this flip chart that he's been, uh, he's been paging through, so you, you've lost sight of actual Darren for what seems like it seems like just one second. Like you, it feels like you haven't lost sight of him at all. Like he's still there. He's still talking to you. But yeah, so so it's like he's teleported sort of across the stage and back in time and into this gorilla suit. But it's just the, the, the sheer. Wow. It's, it's a, yeah, it's such a such a good moment because you go from ah, uh, you feel like you've caught him out, and it's this great moment of ah, I can see the gorilla. And then it's like, no, he is absolutely caught you out because he's inside that suit. Oh, so uh, satisfying. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's the moment of real like surprise and sort of just the joy for the joy of it. Like, oh my god, I did not see that coming. It's amazing. Um, yeah. So, and I remember watching that and just getting like, not because I didn't know how it was done, like getting sort of almost goosebumps, but just the the, the sheer appreciation for how what a great bit of scripting and um, yeah. Uh, it was, you do yeah. know how it's done. Yeah, I mean, I mean. It's not that because it's almost not the kind of trick that you. Well, basically, it's actually almost a trick you could do in in a Edinburgh show that wasn't wasn't even imagined. Yeah, 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 almost. I mean, it's it's really tightly rehearsed and it's got lots of little clever touches to it. But but basically, you just realise well when he's out of sight behind that thing, he must have somehow nipped off somehow and really quickly got dressed and got into the suit. Right? Like that must be what, and obviously that is what happened. But you know, yeah. he must have put the suit on because he's in the suit. But you like. But yeah, I feel like I was literally just looking at him a second ago. But then I think, well, maybe, maybe he's been behind that for a bit longer than I realised, yeah. and whatever. So, so it's not like one of those tricks where you're like, how, how could it be yeah, possible? Yeah. It's just more the the surprise and the delight of that of that surprise, and that yeah, that going from ha, caught him out, and then like, no, you didn't. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, it's quite the reverse. So, yeah. what's the epicness of that? Is that the um, I, for you just seeing what? I think it's possible, or when people are amazing. So I, th I think it's. Inspiring. I think it's. Um, I think it's a reminder of um, what. It basically, it's. it's <laughs> let, me, let me try and phrase this nicely. 
I think it's a reminder of um, the feeling that you sh can and should elicit in the audience with a magic show, like the, the surprise of it. So Teller from Penn & Teller, the, the one that doesn't talk, yeah. he obviously can talk really, yeah. he's a very eloquent, very intelligent guy. And um, I saw him talking about something once on some uh, lecture type situation and he, he was talking about how with magic and he said like all great art um it's all about surprise right and, and, yeah. I, and i'd never really thought about that in relation to any other art but but i think you know if you do go into an art gallery and there's just something so surprising and like if there's something yeah. that actually surprises you like you maybe you <laughs> whatever it may be um then you, that's those are the things that really stick with you because it's like something something that really um is outside of the normal breaks your expectations or subverts your expectations in some way so surprise is a really key element of um of lots of art, if, if not all of it, maybe. But in, in magic, um, particularly, it's just a really powerful thing. And often, I think magic is is quite formulaic and almost like stuck in the past. Like you get magicians who they sort of do these like ten off the shelf tricks in their show, and that's their magic show, right? And it's like, and if you're if you are into magic and you've been to any other magic show ever, you've probably seen the same tricks, you know. And so, they, so you yeah. go to it and you're like, oh, it's the one where the thing ends up in the thing, or it's the one where yeah, they, we yeah. all do this and then that happens. So, so to see something that um, that is just this real moment of like, I don't know where this is going, but, but even the setup's really interesting. The video with the gorilla is interesting. The, the idea that we've got to we've got to keep an eye on this thing and yeah, catch up. Yeah. So it's just it's, it's basically just an example of really good writing. So for me, it's an epic thing because it just inspires me to do good stuff on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is all surprise. You're absolutely right. It's all everything. That's what everyone's searching for, isn't it? Yeah, really? yeah. And it's funny. I, I guess with comedy as well, and I guess with everything, there's always that divide between you know, for example, audiences that are coming in to see a thing they already know. Yeah. And I guess the same with movies, like a James Bond movie, you want it to do a certain thing. Yeah, right. But actually, the best things, and then I guess those things that are pure surprise where they're to the point of like, no, not for me. Do you know what I mean? Because it's just <laughs> right. like... There's too much. You mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's just like out there and I can't connect with it or whatever. And I guess mm. the, the yeah. dream is to kind of find that thing where yeah. you're ticking the boxes for those people who want the thing that they've already know what they want. Yeah, and then all, but if you just do that, it's, it's got to actually have that thing, an extra step, or yeah, like the a, new James Bond movie actually, which I'm not that I haven't seen it into actually. James Bond, but it was I think Phoebe Waller Bridge wrote on it and stuff, oh, yeah. and there's just a little element within it where it's just a more knowing, and like he is a much more likable character because they've got, and it's not that they made him you know woke or anything that sort yeah. of awful how people think. Yeah. I'm not saying wokeness is awful. I mean, like how people <laughs> think, disease. oh, he's gone woke, you know, but it, it's just little things that, and that's the surprise element. Yeah. And that's right, actually the yeah. good part of it. And all the bits that are normal Jay's Bond are just quite like, uh, right. you know, yeah. <laughs> quite boring because you've seen it a million times, you know. Yeah. Um, and actually, as well, like, just, just to kind of come back to, to the surprise thing, um, particularly when, when the surprise it gets you, it works as a surprise, but also it seems so perfect and logical like it's it makes total sense as well so it's not like yeah. so it's so like yes, an example yeah, of, yeah. an example of a of not that would be if darren was doing his gorilla thing and then suddenly a massive ufo appears on the stage or something and you'd be like that's yeah. not related to anything and it'd be like well i didn't see that coming but it wouldn't be satisfying yeah. it'd be like well that was i guess cool because well that where, where did that come from or whatever but but it didn't sort of mean anything or didn't fit but because you're because the whole thing is about attention and focus and you're gonna yeah. miss you're gonna miss what's actually going on and then it's so it's a surprise it's like it's not it's not what you thought but then it's it's actually illustrated his main point 
even more than if he had have just managed to nick the banana again without you noticing. Yeah. Like, so, so it's like the, the surprise was actually perfectly consistent with the message, but was still a, sh- a shock. Yeah, so that's, that's mine. I love it. It's Good. well, great. This is what a lovely chat this is, isn't it? Really, <laughs> yeah, lovely to talk about these things. Uh, mundane things, though. Any mundane things you want to talk about? I forgot we did this bit. We did mundane <laughs> things. Oh, the singer's back. <laughs> mundane things. Can we think of a mundane thing? Well, I, I think um, being here, I got that wonderful five star review today. Just did to you? put that out there. Did you hear? <laughs> yeah. Have I told? Have I you mentioned? Might, have I mentioned already in the podcast? Yes. Oh, okay. But anyway, but yeah, just the whole world of reviewers and stuff. Yeah. We were talking about it earlier. I've got a horrible feeling I may have been slagging one off. <laughs> oh, they actually was her? I don't know. We were in a cafe um, <laughs> just now, um, having a little bit of brunch, and we were talking at some, some length about a reviewer. Were we talking at some volume? At some volume. And oh, some shit. Cra- uh, I about, I was whispering. We were, we were, we were telepathically communicating, I'm sure. And we were, we may have been talking a lot about one specific person by name, a, a, a quite a well-known reviewer. And they may have been sat them too. I don't think. Colin, I don't think Colin it was them. That them don't even say who. Colin thinks that as we left, that person uh, was right next to us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it was all true what I was saying. Yes, it yes. wasn't even really opinion so much as just no. facts. But also, it was quite petty on my part in that I was going back to reviews from two thousand four. Oh yeah, that I can remember word <laughs> for word. <laughs> that that was uh... it's a good ADHD thing there. Anyway, let's hope that's not the case. But just the whole <laughs> review thing, and my producer will probably be angry at me for this. But the reason I found that five star is because I was feeling really dreadful, and I thought I might as well just see what all the reviewers are saying about me because I'm sure they're all slacking it up. And then I found that straight away. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but just that world of like, uh, just my own pettiness yeah. and the mundanity that I'm not, after all these years, just like happy enough with what I do that I go, wow, it's fine. I don't need constant. Yeah. But I think with the ADHD, I don't know if I've mentioned that yet, but I think that that probably is a thing that's always going to be there in my life. And well, I just I think, have to accept it. Really. I think we're, as performers, right, I mean, we didn't. We go out on stage every day in front of a room full of strangers and seek their validation, don't we? Yeah. I mean, I think I think it would be strange if we weren't also applying that to the rest of the world in terms of reviews and like. Yeah. Has the validation been made official? Like, it's great that those guys were giving yeah, me standing ovations. Yeah, it's the officialness, isn't it? Yeah. And can it be put on the ledger? <laughs> Even though often the reviews themselves are just people like you or me, or you know, what I mean, who've just yeah applied to do it or yeah uh, you know well like one of your reviews uh, we were talking about uh, like getting all the quotes wrong and so, I they're, they're saying jokes that you supposedly said getting it wrong yeah, uh, yeah. Like, um, but sure. then they've got I speak very fast on stage and no, they're, no, sure. they're trying to write it all down but you know sure. but yeah you sort of realise I don't know are any reviewers kind of is anyone really qualified to talk about anything yeah, the, or not qualified. As in, we're all qualified yeah. in that sense. There's a great Roosevelt quote, right? Yeah. That's Teddy a, or FDR? Um, I don't even know. Teddy <laughs> was the first one. Yeah, probably. FDR Teddy. was the wartime one. It's like I think it's Teddy. I think it's, uh, I'm going gonna, gonna to bring it up my face. It's about it's about um, critics, and it's something like this is not the critic that counts. One it is how many stars you get. <laughs> is that the point? <laughs> it is how many stars you get. You, you're going to have to fill. It is like, the online publication. I don't quote by Theodore Roosevelt. There we go. It's a good quote. 
It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who's actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who, at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Could Wonderful. Uh, Big swing and a miss is better than a... Standing there judging the swinging missy guy. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. And obviously, yeah. of course, that does not apply to women. Well, well that quote? Yeah. Oh, because there's <laughs> a lot of his in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's what they used it to It was talk. different back It was then. another time. <laughs> Good old Teddy Roosevelt. What a, what a yeah, dude. Good quote, isn't it? Yeah. Have you seen that photo of him at Harvard? He's got the big sideburns and he's like, uh, uh, it tops off and like. Oh really? He looks oh, like a sort of nut, He looks like a nutter, but really fun student. Yeah. You know the the guy Colin in the just did a sort of Victorian strongman pose. I think. Yeah. Like this. Arms folded. Arms folded. Um, I think I have seen that. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's thing of beauty. Gorgeous. So yeah, mundane thing I'm throwing in is not reviewers themselves, but the whole fucking getting obsessed with that stuff and all that. It's yeah. very tiresome. Well, um, yes, and I think we've got a producer, Alex. So oh, yeah. I want to say hello to Alex. Please get in touch with us at Colin Holt on Twitter and at Pete Heat on Twitter. Yeah. Let us know your thoughts on the podcast. Uh, leave five-star reviews and all that. These are very early days, so we've probably loads of things we need to be saying that we're going to miss. Hopefully Alex is going to do lots of social media things and that, for, so we don't have to. Come see Colin's show, The yes, Death of, of Anna Man at the Pleasance. Come see my show, Pete Heat, Blimey, at Gilded Balloon. Yes. Yes. And Josie Long at yes. the Monkey Barrel. Um, a thing we love, I've got a little toy figure of Thor that I bought when I got here. You've been holding that for this whole podcast and I, I've been like subconsciously taking it in but I'm only now realising what it is. Yes. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a wonderful god. He's got a tiny hammer and I love him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little thing you love? Oh, I'm not, I'm not prepared for this podcast, am I? It's written on it's the written list. It's written on the sheet. Um, a thing that I love... Cheese strings? I don't love cheese strings, actually. Um, fuck, fuck, fuck. God, Baby yeah. elephants? I do like them. They're cute. Cats. 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 Yeah, love cats. I love cats. Right. Love cats. Goodbye. Not sure of that section on why we need it, but goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Check out cats. <laughs> cats and Thor. Yes. That's T H O R Thor. <laughs> okay, goodbye now. Goodbye, you guys. Oh, oh, singing oh. out. Oh, yeah. The singer, could you come back, please? There he is. That was good. <clears throat> okay, everybody. Here we go. One last rodeo. <laughs> Epic things that was another epic thing. Goodbye, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. <laughs> Bye, singer.